Hey everyone, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Thank you to everyone who's subscribed to the podcast or rated the podcast. It really goes a long way to other people finding it. And don't forget, if you have an idea for the podcast, write to me at dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com. And now, on to the story. This is episode 87, Becoming Invisible. As usual, just close your eyes, get as comfortable in your bed as you possibly can, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. You wake up early one morning. You grab your magic staff from beside your bed, and then you head outside. You decide that it's been a while since you've practiced your magic, and, well, you don't want to forget how to do it. You head outside, and you see that the sun is just starting to peek out. You've gotten up early enough that everything's quiet, and no one else is really around. And, as you may know, it's best to have no one else around when you're doing magic. It makes it easier to believe that you can do the things you're doing, and other people's belief that you can't possibly be doing the things you're doing never gets in the way. You start by taking a deep breath in, and letting it out, relaxing your shoulders, your face, and all of your muscles. You focus on a place of happiness, a place that makes you feel relaxed. And you just feel that feeling, soaking it in, projecting it out. You center yourself and you allow your body to fill with a wonderful feeling. You begin to imagine yourself feeling weightless, lifting off the ground. Before long, you begin to float. You float up and up and up and up until you feel like the flight itself is a new sense that you have. It's just a natural part of your body. You will yourself to fly forward, and you do. It's just like walking. You don't have to think about it anymore. You suddenly allow yourself to shoot straight up in the air, right through the clouds. You take some time playing around with the newfound freedom of flight. You do some flips, loop-de-loops, and twirls. As the sun rises, you feel the warmth against your face as you fly through the sky. You decide to head to a place where no one else will be so you can practice your magic in private. You fly fast and you fly far away until you find an isolated part of the planet. You see a mountain ahead of you, and you land right on the top of it. Where you've landed, there's a nice big patch of flat land right at the top of the mountain. It's the perfect place to practice magic where you can't hurt anyone else. You decide to start with a little earth magic. Maybe you can reframe this place into a cool training ground of some kind. You focus inward again, holding your staff in both of your hands. You lift the staff up and slam it down on the ground. And as you do, you allow your awareness to expand into the earth around you. Energy passes through your staff and into the ground and suddenly you can feel the ground below you. All of the rocks, all of the dirt, 
You focus on pieces of earth that surround the area where you're standing and you will them to shoot up out of the ground. On every side of you, a huge wall of stone shoots up out of the ground, creating a large arena of sorts with walls on every side. From there, you decide to practice your fire magic. You focus inward, and then all of your energy goes to your hands. You imagine them feeling warmer and warmer and warmer. And then you focus on the air in front of them, imagining it getting hotter and hotter and hotter. And then the air in front of you sets on fire, creating a ball of flame. You shoot the ball of flame at the walls of the stadium you've created. A huge, powerful wave of fire comes out of your hand and blasts against the wall. You do the same with your other hand at the other wall. It feels very powerful. When you're done, little areas of grass are on fire. So again, you focus your energy into the fire and you draw it back towards your body. And then you just let it disappear. The fire burns out completely. Next, you need some way to test your water magic. Hmm, you say. You look up at the clouds above you. That should be water, you realize. You decide to use some of your wind magic to get the clouds down towards you and to help you turn it back into water. You focus your energy into the tip of your staff and you begin to wave it around in circles above your head allowing it to catch the wind. You spin the wind around your head until it becomes more and more powerful and starts to feel heavier and heavier. And as you spin it, it creates a huge tornado. The tornado reaches up on either side of you. It stretches up to the clouds and then you begin sucking the clouds down the center of the tornado. You watch as the clouds in the area all get sucked in. Fly down the tornado to the tip of your staff. You imagine the clouds turning into water again, condensing and forming a ball of water in front of you. And you let go of the wind, but continue to have the ball of water hover in front of you. You play around with the water, shaping it into different things. First, your favorite animal, and then a tree, then you turn the water into ice spikes and you shoot them far away from you into the air. Well, that was fun, but I think I've got all of these elements down. I wonder if there's something new I can learn, you say. Spaceship, are you here? Yes, says Spaceship. I follow you everywhere. Spaceship floats up beside your head in the shape of a little toy spaceship. Um, can you get me back to the Magi planet? Yes, says Spaceship. Would you like to use the portal inside of me? Asks the ship. Uh, okay. That would be the quickest way for me to get there, but how would you get there? I will just fly home and take the portal from in front of your house, says Spaceship. Well, let's get going then, you say. 
I want to see Gil. Understood, says Spaceship. Spaceship flies in front of you, and it begins to glow. It grows and grows and grows until it's its full size. The back hatch opens up, and then the back hatch shifts itself into the shape of a portal. The portal lights up a bright blue color that looks like flowing water. You run and jump through the portal, suddenly finding yourself inside a wormhole. With colorful lights on every side of you, you just float through the center of the tunnel as it winds from side to side and up and down until you fly out the other side. On the other side, you find yourself on the Magi planet right in front of Gil's house. Well, I haven't seen you in a while, says Gil the wizard from the Magi planet. Hey Gil, I'm glad to see you too. I was wondering if uh, you could teach me some sort of new magic. I've got all this earth, fire, wind and water stuff figured out already, you say. Well, I guess I could teach you something new. Hmm, says Gil. Well, how about some invisibility? Do you know how to do that? Uh, no, I don't know how to do that, you say. Well, it's actually pretty easy. All you have to do is stop believing that you're opaque. Oh, what? Uh, what? You ask. Opaque, says the wizard. You know, light can't pass through you. Opaque. You actually want the light to pass through you. You want people to see right through you, says Gil. Now, what I want you to do is stand there and try to focus on the light that's hitting your body. The light that's hitting my body? Yeah, the feeling of the light hitting your body and clothes. Oh, you'll probably want to expand your awareness into your clothes, otherwise, well, Otherwise, it won't work, explains Gil. Okay. You close your eyes and you try to expand your awareness into your clothing as well as your body. When you do, you try to notice the sensation of light hitting your body and clothes. And strangely, you can feel it. Huh. I've never noticed that before, you say to Gil. Yeah, I know. Weird, right? Now, do you feel that force on the outside of your body that's stopping it from passing right through you? You think for a while and you realize you do. Well, just let it pass through you instead. You focus once again on that feeling and you just try to relax and release all resistance and suddenly your body feels really light but not in the sense of weight in the sense of like sunlight it feels bright and you look down at your hands and you can see right through them you can sort of see a outline of them, but you're completely see-through. What the? Just then, clouds form up in the sky, and there's a huge strike of lightning. You hear a loud cackling laugh. <laughs> You look up and see an obviously evil wizard descending from the sky. Oh no, says Gil. I sense something very powerful. 
Is that the... the Emperor's staff? Hey, kid, says Gil. Whatever you do, don't make yourself visible. If this guy really has the Emperor's staff like I think he does, there's no way we can defeat him. It's best you're not even found. Uh, okay, you say. You walk further away from the wizard and hide behind a tree, still invisible. You watch as the other evil wizard flies down and lands in front of Gil. He's filled with energy Sparks of lightning are coming out of his fingertips, and he's holding one of the most magnificent wooden staffs you've ever seen. It radiates power that you can just feel in your core. Well, Gil, long time no see. <laughs> well, I bet you didn't think I'd be getting this. He says as he strikes the Emperor's staff on the ground. How did you get that? says Gil. I have my ways, says the obviously evil wizard. Well, give it back, Gil says. I'm not going to give it back. I'm going to keep it, says the evil wizard. And you, the only one who could have stopped me, will be defeated right now, says the evil wizard. He suddenly raises his staff up in the air, slams it down on the ground. Ropes of lightning start to fly out of the staff in all directions. They spin around and they wrap around Gil's arms, his legs, and then his entire body wrapping him up into a tight ball of lightning rope. He falls over on the ground, unable to move and seemingly unable to do magic as well. Now, you stay right there while I tie my shoe. Oh my goodness, says the evil wizard. The evil wizard, thinking he's safe, places his staff by the tree, and he bends down to start tying up his shoe. This is your chance, you realize. You sneak away from the tree, and you tiptoe back towards the evil wizard. Well, he's still bent over, luckily trying to get a knot out of his shoe. You reach around the tree, grab on to the Emperor's staff, and begin to back away. The evil wizard stands up, turns around, goes to grab the staff again, and sees it floating in front of him. Hey, what's that? The evil wizard says. That's me, you say, suddenly appearing again. You feel the power in the staff, and you just allow it to flow through your body. Then, with a single thought, you slam the staff down on the ground. Ropes of lightning shoot out of it. They begin to wrap around the evil wizard's arms and legs and then his body, until the evil wizard is completely tied up in a tight little cocoon. At the same time, you focus the staff's energy onto Gil, and the ropes of lightning surrounding him just disappear and evaporate into the air. Gil stands up. Thanks, kid. I didn't think we were getting out of that one. Um, here, you say, throwing Gil, the Emperor's staff. He catches on to it. Thanks, kid. I better return this to its rightful owner, Gil says. And you better get home. I'll take care of this guy, too. Uh, thanks, Gil, you say. You walk back over to the portal. Spaceship 
turn the portal on and set a course for home. The portal lights up once again a bright blue flowing water color. You jump through it. You head back through the worm tunnel and you come out the other end. You find yourself back in the shed in front of your house. You open the door and walk out. You head back to your house and directly for your bedroom. You turn off the lights and you climb into your bed, placing your staff against the wall first. You pull the covers up over top of yourself. You close your eyes and you just allow all the tension in your body to melt away. Starting with your arms, allowing them to sink into the mattress. No need to hold them up. And then the same with your legs, letting them sink deep into the mattress. No need to hold them up or move them. Then your body, your head, and last your face relax and sink into the pillow. You just notice how nice it feels and you allow yourself to go wherever you're going to go. Good night, everyone.